everything's going. We've got video going here. We've got Facebook Live here. The audio over there. Oh my God. Hey, guys. Hey, hey, hey. And welcome to It's a King Thing. Now, you guys are seeing me live, but you will not be able to see this on the Internet because I'm not posting it right now. However, I wanted to get it done. I'm shooting the audio for the podcast. I had no intention on shooting today because this is not my regular film day. But because what happened this morning, I felt that I was going to go ahead and get started because it's a very important topic to me. So, hey, 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 guys. Um, I want to talk about mental health. Tyrese Gibson... For those of you who don't know who he is, he is a actor and a singer. He started out as a singer with a Coke commercial back in the day, okay? As he says, as he says a 30-second Coke commercial that um, took his life to a whole other level that he never expected, okay? Um... For me, Tyrese um, is a very sensitive subject for me because I love how he is very transparent with his feelings. Now, some people get on here and they be like saying little not-so-kind things to him, calling him a simp and a punk and this, that, and the third. So let's be clear. He is a grown man with feelings, and he's not afraid or ashamed to share them. And that is what the problem is for men. You guys shame men, women shame men, and men shame men for sharing their feelings, telling you how they feel, for crying. You call them a simp and a punk and this, that, and third. And that's not what it is. But when women share their feelings, oh, they're just saying how they're feeling. They're being vulnerable. You guys are hypocrites. Stop being a hypocrite. There is nothing wrong with a man telling you how he feels. So you can't say you didn't know how he feels or how he felt. Don't shame a man for telling you how he feels. It's wrong. You don't want a man shaming you for how you felt or feel. Because at the end of the day, you sit there and you say, well, he didn't, he didn't respect my feelings. Well, did you respect his? I'm just asking for a friend. So, Tyrese was on The Breakfast Club. And, um, like, I wrote, I, wrote, I wrote some notes. I want to make sure I hit a couple of things. They always make jokes about him. Um... But I think, like I said, he's one of the most transparent individuals that I've ever seen. He was on the Breakfast Club and he said that he was making a choice to leave the situation alone. There was some, there was some, some um, animosity or um, chaos between him and DJ Envy that, um, hold on guys, I'm trying to adjust this camera a little bit. So, which is not just himself, we're going to just leave it as this. Anyway, he um, had some animosity between him and DJ Envy because what I didn't know was that when DJ Envy and his wife were going through things, Tyrese came and counseled them and stood for them and, and did all these things to help DJ Envy and his wife get on a better level. But when Tyrese was going through his situation, 
he didn't get the same grace. So he felt some type of way. And I understand. I understand what it feels like to be there for somebody. Good, bad, or different. Through thick and thin. But when you're going through something, you got crickets. Or when you're going through something, they got so much to say. I didn't say stuff when you was going through something. So why is my name in your mouth? Like, keep my name out your mouth. Why would you put my name in your mouth? Keep my name out your mouth. But you guys don't always show the same grace. And that affects a person's mental. It all depends on how they react to what you did or how you treated them when they were going through that storm. People always want a certain empathy or sympathy when they're going through something, but you don't give the same. And that is where Tyrese was with DJ Envy and Charlemagne. He said a couple of things. Now, I feel like this. Don't live in a glass house with the rocks. Because, you know, Charlemagne had his own troubles that tried to resurface and they and then they said it was dismissed and I'm gonna need everybody to stop saying that it was dismissed. It was not dismissed. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about what I'm speaking about what I'm speaking about, I'm speaking about the rape allegations of a fifteen year old. Um and I didn't know all the details, but before I got on here, I went and looked it up just a little bit because, you know, the law is what I do. So I went and looked up what was being alleged. He was charged with, let me see if I can get, if I have this on here real quick. If I can just get the exact, exact charge real quick. Um, I don't think I can because I have my screen split. Hold on, let me see if I split this over and see the thing. Hold on, guys. I cannot. Well, I probably cannot see. It says... Well, I don't know what the exact charge is right now. Oh, yes, it was. It was basically... He pled guilty, if I remember correctly. Let me just... Give me a second, guys. Key plant, I should have bolded this, but I did not, so that's my bad. Um, there were, so, okay, basically what happened was there was a 15-year-old girl in a hotel room. She said, per what she's saying, I'm not saying what he said, per what she's saying, the victim, she said that she went to, she was, he, Charlamagne the God invited her to a party. When she got there, she was uncomfortable because there was a lot of men there. First of all, she was 15. She shouldn't have had ass over there in the first place. We ain't going to talk about that. She was at this party at this, I'm not sure if it was a hotel, um, recreation, it's some kind of naval recreation center. And she said there was a lot of men there, but she stayed. Well, when Charlemagne brought, Charlemagne the guy brought her, I just can't stand saying that. I'm just say Charlemagne because I can't say the God. I can't take it. Um, when Charlemagne brought her the drink, she became dizzy and confused. Two men walked her upstairs where they proceeded to assault her in the bathroom. After that, Charlemagne came and took her in the bedroom and assaulted her, sexually assaulted her. This is what she's alleging. Now, when the charges came out, because they never talk about these other two men. See, I'd never heard about the other two men until I went and looked up the, up the case today. They charged Charlemagne. 
Well, she wouldn't cooperate. When she wouldn't cooperate, the district attorney really didn't have a case because there was no other evidence. And since she wasn't cooperating, they could not really proceed. proceed. And in case you don't know, without evidence, we really cannot proceed in a case because you're going to get found not guilty. So they gave Charlemagne a plea deal. And um, I'm trying to remember. So per the prosecution's office in South Carolina, the law is clear. They're not going to go back and go back after the go back after him for this now because they had a plea deal and unlike these other states that are going back and going after these men 20 30 years later with no evidence and they're getting convictions south carolina is like we're not doing that the case is closed the case is done that's it it never said he was innocent it said he took the plea deal, he got three years probation, that was the end of it as far as they were concerned. Now you take with that as you like. I'm just saying. So when people were coming for Charlemagne in 2021 because this is when it all came back up and she was suing him now, she's suing him. So it says, allegedly, she's suing him and um it turned out hi show good morning um she's suing him again he was never found innocent he took a plea deal because she wouldn't cooperate maybe had she cooperated then it would be a different story but since she did not he took his deal, took his model in hand, and kept it pushing. They never told us about those other two men. They did say they found no DNA, but he might have wore a condom. Who knows? I'm just saying. Eh, I ain't got no dog in that fight. But allegedly, he did it to her. That's what she said. So, you know, when you throw rocks at other people, you guys are making fun of, of um, people when you're on the air and you have you know, things to say about other people's problems, when you have your own, maybe you shouldn't. And I know everybody has a job. Everybody has a job, like Tyree said, you have a job and you have a podcast, you have to read what comes across your desk. But you can still show some grace with people. And that was Tyrese's whole thing. He's like, where was my grace when my marriage was blowing up? He was like, Envy, when your marriage was blowing up, I didn't talk about it. I didn't go on my platform and say things about your marriage. I did not. Where was my grace when my stuff came across your desk? You were my friend or somebody I knew, somebody I came to and counseled, flew out to and did all these things for. Where was my grace? Where was my empathy from you? Not Charlemagne because I wasn't there for Charlemagne. I was there for you. Where was my grace? So then Envy kind of clapped back, was like, well, I wasn't speaking to you because you said these things when you were in your psychosis or whatever, when you were on those psych drugs. And I realized I, I never did really like DJ Envy. And now I really don't like DJ Envy because I don't like how he didn't take accountability for a long time of what Tyrese was saying about the hurt that Envy inflicted on him by not at least trying to be there for him. When you're in a storm and the people that you've been there for are not there for you, it does something to you. And I can see it still hurts, Tyrese. If you go back and watch that Breakfast Cup interview, he still hurt. 
even though he says he's you know he's moving on and he's doing different things that still hurts him you can tell by the interview he even went live this morning and before I knew it he was in tears because it's so fresh still he just did this interview at the breakfast club and he was just like you know everybody wants to make fun when you're going through something he said but where's my grace like what what happens when I'm going through something and nobody he said what did he say he said something he said um what did Tyrese say he said he's good at self-sabotaging he said that that he said at the time I still find myself self-sabotaging to I keep looking out for niggas you should never look out for when someone shows you that they don't give a fuck about you and you still look at them and you still look out for them now did you hear what he said he said when you keep looking out for those that don't give two plug nickels about you but you still look out for them that is self-sabotaging and he's right and he says he's still doing it and he's trying to control it but he has a hard time because when he loves he loves wholeheartedly and I get it I understand it I've been there and I've done it so I when I tell you I've always loved Tyrese and the more he goes live and the more he shows his vulnerability the more I love him because there is not a lot of men who get out there and will be open, honest, and transparent with who they are and what they're going through. And how they're hurt. How you hurt them. He talked about his wife and how he was on the plane trying to come home and fix his marriage. And when she found out that he was on the plane, she put the COVID mask over the ring camera and moved all the stuff out the house. Hear what I said to you. He on a plane. She find out you're on a plane on the way home to try to mend your marriage. She takes the COVID mask and covers the ring cameras so you so you can't see on the ring that she's moving stuff out the house. You come home, she and your baby gone and the stuff gone too. See, those are all things he couldn't talk about because there was a whole gag order on him. While she was running around doing all these podcasts, there was a whole gag order on him. Couldn't say nothing. Couldn't say anything because it was going to be used against him in a court of law. But she could talk. You see how we women do a man. You see how we women do a man. Hear me. She could talk. She could say all the foul stuff that she wanted to say about him, how he did it wrong, changed the locks on the house, and blah, 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 blah. He couldn't say a word. What she doesn't say on them, on them interviews is that you took all the stuff out the house and the baby was gone by the time he got there. And he, and he hadn't changed the locks for four days. Because he had to go back to work where he was filming in Jersey. And you, yes, uh, Cheryl, she had entered the house, uh, honey, put the mask on the screen so he couldn't see what she was doing on the cameras. And turns out, he had to go back to work. So, of course, he's going to change the locks. He said, because what you wasn't going to do is come back and empty out the rest of that mansion. Because you probably would have. Because you was grimy like that. Like, I don't understand why women think men don't have feelings. They do. Even though some men act like they don't, it's all hype. They do. They are more sensitive than us women. I said what I said.
I said what I said. They are more sensitive than us women. And I know because I realized when I left my ex-husband, he still ain't got over it. And that was over 30 years ago. But when you hurt somebody, when you hurt a man, when you hurt a man, they don't never get over it. That because they don't let women in too easily. And when they let you in and you hurt them, they don't never forget. Then they don't never get over it. They don't never get over it. So for you men out there, please be continue to be vulnerable. Don't laugh at Tyrese because he gets on live and he cries. Because he's just being honest and he's being vulnerable. And he's doing all the things that y'all do behind closed doors that you don't want nobody to see because it's not macho. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want a macho man. I want a man that's going to be transparent with me. And a man that's going to be vulnerable with me. That's important to me. I had my brother tell me the other day. Shout out to Mike D. He was like, <laughs> me ain't hurt too. They do. They do. They hurt too. You know, I, I'm grateful to have brothers in my circle that I have who let me watch them, who let me see. Because we women can really damage a man. We can. We can really damage a man if we're not careful. So I hope you men continue to just give somebody a chance. And not all women are worth a chance. Let me be honest. Not all women are worth a chance. I'm going to just be honest with you. These hoes ain't loyal. Shout out to Calvin. <laughs> Listen. They're not worthy of your transparency, but there are some that are. Be careful. And then just be you. Be who you are. If you want to cry, damn it, cry. You want to yell, damn it, yell. But don't run around acting like you got it all together when you don't. Because then we don't know when to show up for you because we think you've got it all together and you fall in the hell apart. Yes, on show, he has a heart. He has a heart. Hey, Shell. Good morning. Um, I want everybody to understand mental health is real. It is real. When you are triggered, when you are not doing good, please don't hold it in. Do not hold it inside. It's not cool. Tyrese gets on live and I love, 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 love this man because he gets on here and he says what he says. He says how he's feeling. And it's honest. And it's you can feel it. That new song he has, I don't think you ever loved me. I don't know if anybody's ever listened to it. Go get it. It's on all the streaming platforms, baby. If you listen to that song, Honey, that song, he laid it on the line then. Do you hear me? He let, he listen, he went and laid on the altar when he did that song. He was so open and transparent with how he was feeling in that song. And when he spoke about it on the Breakfast Club, he never he didn't really get to give you the in-depthness of that song. But he did like kind of touch on it because they were to really kind of crack jokes to keep it light or whatever, whatever. That song right there, I knew that's how he was feeling. Because if you ever watch his lives, he tells you certain things. And that's how you know that song came from his gut. 
and when he sees it, it comes from his gut. You can hear it. You can feel it in your spirit. You can feel it in your soul. He is singing that song from his toenails. Do you hear me? He also talked about, um, he said every day he, he's trying to be better. He's a work in progress. You know, even like some of your favorite pastors are doing things that they're ashamed of. I mean, ain't that the truth. But, but you know, we still get them to go to church on Sunday knowing that they're doing wrong. At the end of the day, and y'all have heard me say this before, I don't, my pastor, whatever he's doing between, between him, his wife, and God, I don't got no dog in that fight. But as long as he hit that pulpit and do his job, ain't got nothing to do with me. Ain't got nothing to do with me. Do you hear me? Nothing at all. I'm not judging him because I don't want him to judge me. I don't throw no rocks and I don't live in no glass house. You know? Good morning, Nana. Um, he said, integrity is who you are when nobody is watching. Did you hear what I said? He said, integrity is who are you when nobody is watching. Some of y'all ain't too smooth when people ain't watching. And when you get in front of folks, you, hey, you're doing all these things and you all this and all that. And when people not watching, you a low down dirty snake. I said what I said. I said what I said. I said what I said. Do me a favor. If you are struggling, if you need mental health help, if you, um, if you are uh, trying to find my note for mental health, I've saved the number somewhere. What did I do with them guys? Hold on. Where are they? Where are they? Uh, yeah, there we go. Reach out to the Boris Lawrence Hinton Foundation. You can reach out to LA DMH program, I Prevail mental health and the national mental health crisis the 24-hour hotline is the number is 866-903-3787 866-903-3787 please don't be in your own head and stay there it's a dark place it's not healthy and it's not good I don't want you to think you're alone because you're not. There are people here to help you. If you need, reach out. You can inbox me. You can um, text me, email me, call me. I am here. I will never judge. I am a national crisis intervention debriefer. Um, I don't judge. Again, judge not least to be judged. I don't throw rocks and live in a gas house. I just want you to be okay. I want you to be okay because I've been in those dark places and nobody came for me. And maybe that's why I love Tyrese the way I do because I understand what it's like to be in a dark place and nobody come for you. Ain't nobody there but you and God. And maybe that's why I love Tyrese the way that I do, because I understand what he's going through. And don't give up, guys, okay? Like, don't give up. It, it gets better, I promise you. Like, if I would have given up or if God, no, because I had gave up. Let me correct myself. I had given up. 
But God. But God. God didn't give up on me. Because I gave up. I gave up. I gave out. I had quit. I surrendered. I did it all. But God. I didn't have anybody to call. I didn't have anybody reaching out looking for me. When I was running around losing my damn mind and, and and just trying to figure it out. I just, I wasn't trying to figure out shit. I had gave up. I was done. But God. But God and Bishop Eddie L. Long. Bishop T.D. Jakes literally saved my life. I will forever be grateful. Forever be grateful. Because I shouldn't be here. But that grace, that grace and that mercy is real. So, don't give up. I am here and I understand and I will always be in your corner and I will come for you. I won't let you live out there by yourself. But you got to reach out and you got to say, I'm drowning or I need help or I just need somebody to talk to. You got to say something. But don't, don't give up, okay? I love you guys. Um... Right, who are you when church is over? <laughs> My aunt sure asked that question. <laughs> who are y'all when church is over? Because some of y'all, pastors and bishops, we going to clutch our pearls. Because I hear the things. We ain't going to go there, though. That's between you, your wife, and God. Because I ain't got a heaven or a hell to put you in. Okay, guys, I'm going to go. Um, Don't give up, okay? I love you. And here's some rays from Ray. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, I always forget this part. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Make sure when you go on the podcast that you like the podcast and you subscribe. Because like you never do that part. So let me do it now. Go on the podcast. It's a King Thing 2021. Um, it's on Amazon and Apple Podcasts. It's on all the platforms. Just It's a King Thing 2021. It'll come right up. Um, I love you too, Aunt Cheryl. I love you more than words could ever say. Um, go, go and like and subscribe. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And... Follow me as I go through just trying to save a life, living by example and being open and honest, transparent in what I do and how I do it. And I want us all to win. There's enough for everybody. And, you know, I love you guys. Okay? So go on IG. It's a King Thing 2021. And... I don't know what the TikTok is. I think it's just a came thing in 2021. Don't judge me, y'all. Y'all know I don't work TikTok that well. I'm working on it, though. I'm working on it. Um, and just be good to one another. Yes, the book is still up. It's on Amazon. It's you never know how strong you are until God tests you. And um, shout out to everybody that's purchased the book. Thank you. I hope that it saves you like it saved me. I just, you know, I need everybody to know that. 
grace and mercy. I am here because of God's grace and his mercy.